Hey everybody, it's Brad here. Before we get started with the show today, I wanted to take a minute and let you guys know about our coaching program we run here at Macros Inc. We believe that every person on the planet deserves to live their healthiest and best life. A qualified nutrition coach and personal trainer can be the key to living that life. At Macros Inc., we provide fully customized one-on-one nutrition coaching and online personal training that has changed the lives of 10,000 people and counting. We offer a two-week free trial for our nutrition coaching, and you can get started risk-free today. Just go to macrosinc.net slash services and sign up. Let's get into the show. All right. Welcome back to the show. I am Brad. I am the Chief Operating Officer here at Macros Inc., a nutrition and fitness coaching company. And this is My Take, a podcast that discusses current events in nutrition, the business side of the health and fitness industry, and a little bit of everything in between. Let's dive into the show. All right, so we are on day two of our Heart Health Month uh, Nutrition Insights shtick. And uh, sorry, I missed yesterday. I know it was Tuesday, but I'm actually writing a book chapter on nutrition and COVID-19, which I'll give you guys more details about later. Uh, So that took up most of my time yesterday. I didn't have time to record, but I wanted to jump today into another one of the major risk factors for heart disease, and that is blood pressure. So when we think about, you know, the major contributing factors for heart disease, blood pressure is one of the most uh, common, and it's probably one of the largest Uh, risk factors. That doesn't mean it's the most important. It just means when we think about like the total burden of heart disease around the world, blood pressure is one of the largest in terms of its effect on heart disease, like at a population level, right? We know most people have elevated blood pressure. Blood pressure increases the risk of heart disease. um, And therefore, it's one of the largest things to consider at a population level for reducing the burden of cardiovascular disease. Now, there are several ways to lower blood pressure. Um, Obviously, there's weight loss is a major one. Um, Medication is another one. Uh, Exercise is one. And there are ways your nutrition can lower blood pressure. Obviously, the first one is if you eat in a calorie deficit and you lose weight, you're going to lower your blood pressure pretty substantially. Um, That's the very first way. The next way is if you change your overall diet quality such that you reduce sodium intake and increase potassium intake, you can lower your blood pressure. And the effect of this is is pretty meaningful, right? It's not quite as high as, you know, taking an antihypertensive like an ACE inhibitor, but it's roughly in the same order of magnitude, right? It's it's several millimeters of mercury. It's It can be somewhere between five and 10 millimeters of mercury that your dietary changes independent of weight loss can actually contribute to lowering blood pressure. So the major ones are, you know, obviously sodium restriction. So if you, you know, eat less processed foods, you eat lower sodium foods, and you have high blood pressure, you will lower your blood pressure. The other side of the equation is if you increase your potassium intake, you can also lower your blood pressure. And if you do both, you get kind of mutual synergistic effects that will contribute to, you know, lowering your blood pressure through both uh, mechanisms. So why and how does that work? So there's kind of two major reasons. One is uh, there's kind of a rule in physiology where sodium goes, water follows, right? So the more sodium you consume, the more water your body will retain. 
Um, and that increased water volume will actually increase your blood pressure. So imagine like your your vasculature, your arteries and your vessels are like pipes, right? They're not exactly like pipes, but they're kind of like pipes. And if you put more water in there, you have more pressure, right? Um, so that's one, that's kind of one thought process. Um, so the more sodium you have, the more sodium, the more water you retain. The other side of the equation is there's specific parts of your kidney. Um, one of the major ones that's related to sodium is called your macula densa. And that actually senses sodium concentrations and some other things um, to actually increase kind of vasoconstriction and blood pressure. On the other side of the equation, potassium, there's specific parts of your kidneys, specifically your kind of proximal and distal tubules, a little bit more your distal tubules, but um, that actually sense potassium and actually cause you to release water and have lower blood pressure. So that's kind of the major way you can lower blood pressure through nutrition is weight loss and then sodium and potassium changes. Now, there's a few ways to just do that. One of them is just to simply increase your fruit and vegetable intake and decrease your processed food intake. Simple changes like that can actually have pretty remarkable effects on your blood pressure. So that is our nutrition insight for today and uh, number two for Heart Health Month. Um, so next week, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, blood glucose because that's also related to cardiovascular disease. All right, moving on to business insights. So one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about lately uh, you know, specifically so far in 2021 is, are you nailing the basics? And I think a lot of times in business, we all get really excited about making new products and doing new things and um, growing and doing fancier things and making sure you're doing amazing video editing and you're doing all sorts of just crazy stuff to, to build your business. Do you have the latest ad technology? Do you have all this stuff? And a lot of times we just fail to nail the basics. So like I think about, you know, at our core, Macros Inc., we're a nutrition and fitness coaching company. And what that means is we really have two major arms of our business. We have our coaching, which is our core product and the main thing that we do. And then we have customer acquisition. And everything else is really superfluous at this point in time in the company, right? I mean, we have our podcast, we have our blog, we have um, our Facebook group. We have all these things that are kind of client acquisition tools. But really what it comes down to is, are we converting the audience that we've built and are we serving the audience that we've built? Um, and so a lot of times, like, we'll take on projects at Macros Inc. and we'll dive into stuff and we'll work on things. And at the end of the day, you know, you always have to ask yourself, like, does this help me nail the basics and does it help me nail the core of what I'm doing? And I think a lot of times you know, businesses will fail um, because they get away from the basics. Like if you look at most professional athletes, the reason they're professionals, you know, they can do a lot of fancy stuff, but the reason they're professionals is they've nailed the basics and they can show up every night. Like I think about, I mean, I'm going to make another basketball analogy because that's just what I know, is the difference between a high school athlete, a college athlete, and a professional athlete is how consistently they show up, right? In high school, you can have days where you're like on it, on it, on it, and then days where you're absolutely terrible. College is the same thing. By the time you get to the pros, you should have the basics so nailed that you know that even on your worst night, you're still showing up being super efficient. 
Uh, so I think, you know, on the business inside, if you want to be a pro in business, you have to be nailing the basics. All right. What am I learning today? Um, so last week there was the whole, uh, the whole GameStop situation, et cetera. And I won't dive into that, but I made a post about it and somebody made a joke, um, for the quote from the movie Troy, that was, that is why no one will remember your name. And so I just thought I'd kind of reflect on that a little bit today for what I'm learning is there's the, the scene in the movie Troy with Brad Pitt. It's, I think it's the very first scene in the movie and he, uh, he gets Brad Pitt slash, uh, uh, gosh, why can't he, why can't I even remember his name? Oh, Achilles. That's right. Uh, so Brad Pitt, who's Achilles, gets called to this battle to fight a guy to basically, so the armies don't have to fight. The two guys will just fight. And uh, as he's like headed towards the battlefield, some young kid stops him and said, have you seen the guy that you're fighting? He's the biggest man I've ever seen. There's no one, there's no way I would ever fight him. And uh, Brad Pitt's character just looks at him and says, that is why no one will remember your name. And really, it's just kind of a, a lesson of like, hey, we all have these big fears in life. And really, the, a lot of times the difference between you know, people who are remembered or people who leave a legacy is that they're able to kind of look at their fears, move past it, and do it anyway. All right, our daily win. Today's daily win is very simple. It's maybe even a little bit stupid, but uh, it is now officially light out before 6.30 in the morning where I live. Uh, and by light, I mean like you can see a little bit of light peeking through the clouds um, or above the horizon, but I'm going to take that as it being light out before 6.30, which means we're inching closer and closer to summer. So when I get up early in the morning, it actually feels like it's daytime and I'm ready to rock and roll and not like... Uh, I'm waking up in the middle of the night just getting ready to go to work. So it's a small daily win, but I'm going to take it because I love waking up early in the morning when it's actually light out. It's really tough in the winter when you wake up at 4.30 or 5, and it's dark until 8. It's just brutal. Uh, daily learning lesson. So this is one that I, I've thought about personally over the last week or two, um, probably over the last week more. And it's kind of stemmed from just some stuff that's happened in, in my life over the last week. And uh, something that I've reflected on because it was something, something that was told me um, the first time I had a coach many years ago. And it was, this is kind of the idea is don't accept less from yourself than you would accept from others right? Um, we often let ourselves slide on things because of like the stories we tell ourselves, right? If you had, you know, a friend or a client or, you know, somebody who like promised something to you and you were, they were like, Hey, I'm going to show up at the gym at, at four 30 to work out with you. And you get there and they're like, Oh, you know, like my alarm went, didn't go off and da, 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 da. Like you'd be like, Hey man, like, that's not cool. Like I got up, like, you know, you should be here. But if you tell yourself the same story, you're probably going to let that slide. So that's the daily learning lesson is don't accept less from yourself than you would accept from others. Hold yourself to the highest standard you can along with those around you. That's it. 
That's the show today. I'm Dr. Brad. I'm out of here. I will see you guys tomorrow.